0: Disney Time Podcast.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co hosts, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. How's it going today, guys?
0: Doing all right. Yeah, doing okay.
1: Still on the warm
2: side over here.
1: Yeah, definitely on the warm side. All right, so on today's episode, we are going to be picking up on the Disneyfication of existing stories. And today's story we're going to talk about is Tangled. The story originally came from the Brothers Grimm. It was published in 1812 and the plot is that a lonely couple living next to the walled garden of a sorceress longs for a child. The wife gets pregnant and has cravings for Rapunzel, or it's a type of salad green that was growing in the garden of the sorceress. She doesn't want to eat anything else, so she starts wasting away until the husband decides to steal some and the wife makes a salad out of it. She wants more after eating it, So the husband decides to get more, but then he's caught scaling the wall by the sorceress and is accused of stealing. He begs the sorceress for mercy, and the sorceress makes a deal with him that he can have as much Rapunzel as needed for his wife in exchange for the baby after it's born. He reluctantly agrees, and when the baby is born a girl, the sorceress takes the child and names her Rapunzel after the flora her mom craved while she was pregnant. When the girl turns 12 and has long beautiful golden hair the sorcerer locks her in a tower that has no stairs no door and only one room with one window in order to visit rapunzel the sorceress says rapunzel rapunzel let down your hair that i may climb thy golden stair one day there's a prince that's riding on his horse he hears rapunzel singing from the tower goes back to look for the voice he finds the tower gets entranced by the singing but doesn't know how to access the room He keeps returning and listening to the voice and sees the sorceress one day call for Rapunzel. Then when the sorceress leaves, he calls for Rapunzel to let down her hair, and then she does. He climbs up, the two meet, and then they fall in love. He eventually asks her to marry him, and she agrees. Then they plan for her to escape by having the prince come each night and give her a piece of silk that she's going to weave into a ladder. Before the plan can come into fruition, Rapunzel gives away the prince. In the first edition, she tells the sorceress that her dress is getting tighter around the waist, which implies that she's pregnant. In later editions, she tells the sorceress the prince is easier to carry up the hair than the sorceress. Either way, the sorceress cuts Rapunzel's hair off and casts her off into the wilderness. Then the prince comes that evening and calls for Rapunzel. The sorceress lets the hair down, and when the prince gets up the hair, he is shocked not to see Rapunzel anywhere. The sorceress tells him he will never see Rapunzel again, and he jumps out of the tower. A thorn bush breaks his fall, saves his life, but his eyes get scratched and he loses his vision. He wanders in the wilderness for years, eventually stumbles upon Rapunzel who's raising the twins that she had with the prince. And one day he hears her voice, goes to her, and then they're reunited. She cries and her tears restore his vision. Then he leaves Rapunzel and the children back to his kingdom where they live happily ever after. In an alternative version, there's an ending where you see that the sorceress unties the hair after the prince jumped, and the hair falls to the ground and she gets trapped in the tower forever. Alright, so a lot to look into here. Alright, so let's take a look at the differences between the two stories. So the first thing that I noticed when doing this was that the couple in the original story are commoners, but in the Disney change, you see that the couple are the king and the queen. So what do you think about this difference, Rissa?
0: So in the original story it's actually more common and it was in Into the Woods it takes a lot of different grim stories and melts it together and the grim story is held constant in Into the Woods and this couple is kind of made a big deal in Into the Woods, whereas in Disney they kind of depart fully and just went, okay, she's just a princess and a lost princess. So there's definitely a Disneyfication here where they wanted the child to be a princess right off the bat.
1: All right, so what did you think about this, Nelson?
2: Yeah, that was my exact thought, where the Disney version, they just wanted to add another princess to their line. (laughs) So what better way to do that by making the parents king and queen?
1: Right, the kingdom of Corona, right? Right. All right, yeah, so... It's like they know that princess movies are their bread and butter. So, what way to make the girl a princess right away, even though she doesn't know she's a princess yet?
2: Right, at least in the Disney version.
1: Definitely, yeah, because in, you see in the Grimm, she ends up being a princess via marriage. Right. All right. So the second difference we see here is that the wife in the original story had cravings for a, a lot of the Rapunzel, and in the Disney change, the wife just needed the magic flower for the magic powers. So what did you think about this difference, Vissa?
0: I thought it was smart for Disney to do this so that Rapunzel would actually have magical powers herself. They kind of changed the craving to be more of a plot device where pregnancy was difficult in those days. And in order for her to survive and for the baby to survive, they needed a magical flower that had special properties so i like the disney change here in the addition of the sundrop flower
1: what did you think about this change nelson
0: yeah
2: i thought it was a pretty clever way to introduce magic for rapunzel's hair because as it turns out in the disney movie they have rapunzel's hair having this sort of magical healing power it could restore youth it could heal wounds and it has this really cool power And I felt like making that sun drop flower being used as a tea to help the dying queen or the very sick queen be revived and therefore having that power transfer into the baby. I thought that was pretty clever versus the original story. I thought that was kind of, I don't mean to downplay pregnancy whatsoever, but it seems unreasonable to just want one thing and then wither away because you're not getting it. (laughs) But I guess that's just the plot for the story, for the original. But yeah, it's not really my place to say if it's unreasonable or not. I just, I feel like it's unreasonable.
1: <laughs> Do you guys think that in the Grimm, because it's a sorceress who has this garden, that maybe the Rapunzel in her garden is enchanted to make you want to eat more and more of it? I think so. You think so?
0: Because in Into the Woods, they expound on it. Like I'm saying, And Into the Woods, it's based on all of these grim tales stitched together. And it was magic beans instead of Rapunzel, but it's still the same kind of thing where the beans were magical, so that's all she wanted to eat after having eaten it. It was also a curse because the sorceress was like, you stole from me, so now you're cursed or whatever.
2: Yeah, but for the wife... She had a craving for it, so that would imply that she had some before? Or was it just an initial craving?
1: How did she initially get charmed by it then? I think she saw it over the wall because they live next door. So she probably saw it and then was like, oh, uh, it looks good or appetizing or something.
2: Hmm. Well, this is just all kind of speculation anyway. But Right, right. (laughs)
0: In terms of pregnancy and such, for all we know, she couldn't hold anything else down except for that.
1: Oh, you mean like her stomach wouldn't agree on yeah, anything? Yeah, like,
0: like the baby, that's all the baby wanted to eat, you know?
1: Again, like, I don't know
2: anything about pregnancy, so I, I don't mean to downplay it whatsoever. So it could be just my ignorance here.
1: Yeah, that's a, a possibility there that she, the baby or like her stomach didn't want anything other than that Rapunzel. yeah
0: and that's how she's wasting away because there's no she tries to eat other things but then she can't hold anything else down all
1: right so let's look at the next difference here so in the next difference the husband reluctantly agrees to give the child away but in the disney change we see mother gothel stealing the child in order to keep the magic that she had discovered from that flower so what do you think about the difference here rissa
0: Well, the Disney change was necessary because there was no bartering. Mother Gothel didn't own the flower. There was no way for her to say, you owe me your child. And it was necessary for her to continue living. Whereas in this, I'm guessing the husband is just super fearful of what the consequences would be. That's why he agrees to give the child away. Because like, what else would the sorceress do to him and his wife?
1: Other than, I don't know, she could do magic things to them i guess
0: yeah and into the woods it was his whole line was cursed to be barren because of his father's wrongdoing
1: that's pretty bad yeah all right so what do you think about this difference nelson
2: i feel like this was just following the disney formula they had to introduce the villain so early on in the prologue for the disney movie they show mother gothel finding the flower and then taking advantage of it but once it got stolen away from her And seeing how the power is essentially transferred over to the child, she wanted to still have that ability for her own. So what better way to do that? Steal the child. (laughs) Be the villain here.
0: In all honesty, I don't really think Mother Gothel is as evil and as big of a villain as other villains in Disney.
2: Oh, no. She's just very amazingly selfish, is what she is.
0: She felt she needed to live forever, so that's why she did that.
2: For vanity's sake.
0: Because she attempted to just cut the hair first.
2: Right, but it turned that one piece of the locks into just regular hair. Yep. But for the original story, I mean, dang, there must have been some form of drive to just have even that husband, father to give away the child because, I mean, unless they have, (laughs) We're, we're diving into some murky waters here, but. Unless there's some problems with the parents themselves, I don't think any parent would really want to give away their child.
0: Right. Maybe they're like, oh, we can have another one.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. (laughs) All right. Let's look at the next difference here. So in the original story, Rapunzel does not have any sidekicks. In the Disney change, they added Pascal the chameleon, and then there was also Maximus the horse. So what do you think about this, Rissa?
0: It's on par for Disney to add Animal companions, so it makes sense that they did that. Like we said before, children seem to connect to animals really easily, so in order for kids to have their animal friends, like stuffed toys and merchandise-driven things, they needed to have Rapunzel have those too. It's also on par for Grimm to not have any sidekicks for the main hero or heroine.
1: So what did you think about this, Nelson?
2: Yeah, I was thinking it's also a very Disney to have a animal sidekick, and it's also kind of gives Rapunzel a friend to relate to at the very start, because, you know, I mean, it's kind of dark growing up without any friends. It's very lonely, and I don't think Disney wanted to show anything like that, so they just had to introduce some form of friend, and that turns out to be Pascal the Chameleon, which I find interesting, because that terrain or that region i don't think merits a chameleon per se (laughs) but she was interesting and funny and then maximus
1: he was also pretty funny very animated horse yeah i definitely agree there all right so we touched on the hair so let's look at the hair here in the original story rapunzel's hair was not cut so that she can have a way for the sorceress to have access to the tower disney changed this they gave Rapunzel the power through that magic flower. And so if her hair is cut, the magic supposedly goes away, so they don't cut her hair. So what do you think about this change, Risa?
0: The Grim story, it makes sense because it's a tower that... She's hiding the girl away, so she doesn't want to have to hide a, a ladder or have a staircase that's easy for other people to steal this girl because I guess she really values the girl for whatever reason but Disney's change really works with their plot because like I said earlier in regards to Mother Gothel trying to steal the child she tried to not steal the child by just utilizing the hair but that failed so she realized that it's necessary to take Rapunzel away from her family so that she can still live forever.
1: So what did you think about this difference Nelson?
2: I found it interesting how in the original story how there wasn't actually any magic in her hair it was just a means to scale the tower and then for the disney change it was more of like a plot device where the magic was transferred from the flower into rapunzel's hair to save her life when she was born so that's pretty much the main difference that i see just the introduction of magic
1: what i found interesting was disney's choice to have a door and stairs at the bottom of the tower in their version because when I remember reading the original story there was never a staircase or a door to access the staircase so that was interesting when I saw that in the movie
2: well I feel like it's more real <laughs> quote-unquote realistic to have that because in the Grimm story I would, it's always kind of a question like how the heck did they get up there to begin with
0: there probably was a ladder that she destroyed
2: hmm yeah Good point
1: yeah Like initially to get her up there and then they'll use her hair after that.
0: Yeah, once her hair got long enough and when she was old enough to do that.
1: All right. So let's take a look at the next difference here. So the next difference we see here, there was a prince involved who found the tower in the original because he heard Rapunzel singing out the window. And in the Disney change, Flynn Rider just happened upon the tower because he was trying to escape being captured from stealing that crown so he went through that little hidden passageway and he stumbled upon the tower so what do you think about this difference rissa
0: it's really on par for grim to have a prince introduced similar to snow white and all these other stories where there's just a random prince that shows up and stumbles upon a princess or a girl who's has some awesome quality, like in this case, Rapunzel's beautiful voice and her beautiful hair. Disney's change here is kind of changing the prince archetype and putting it on its head, where he's actually a criminal that has redeeming qualities. It's more along the lines of kind of like Aladdin, where it's a redemption kind of story for Flynn Rider. So I liked how Disney approached this because it's not some debonair prince that's come to save a damsel in distress.
1: So what did you think about this change Nelson?
2: I saw the exact same similarity that Rissa pointed out where it seems like all these grim stories that there's a random prince just wandering the forest and then so happens to stumble upon this princess. I don't want to say it's overused, but I just felt like, huh, there's this interesting similarity between all of these different stories. I mean, they all play out slightly differently, but it's interesting. They use this mechanic multiple times versus the Disney change. Yeah, it's just this commoner guy. And they gave a backstory to how he stumbled upon the tower where Rapunzel at because he stole something and, you know, he was just running from the cops (laughs) and he just so happened to come across that entryway where this tower was kind of hidden. I appreciate the changes that Disney made and it's definitely more interesting and I would think more original.
0: I do want to add, for those that haven't watched Tangled the series yet, you should because there's a lot of backstory about Flynn Rider, well, Eugene Fitzherbert, and who he actually is. I'm not going to say it just in case you haven't watched it, but yeah, you should check that out.
2: That includes me. I haven't
1: checked it out. (laughs) It is on Disney+, Plus, right?
0: I'm not sure if it... Is it?
1: Yeah, I think it is.
0: Okay, yeah, you should go watch it because there's a lot of backstory on who Eugene Fitzherbert actually is.
1: Yeah, it's a good watch. And it's in 2D, so.
0: Yes, traditional animation.
1: And it's funny how they make it so Rapunzel has her hair back. Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that I always wonder is like, were princes like common in the Grimm's era? It seems like they write a lot about princes, so it seems like there were a lot of them.
0: Yeah, I think it was during the time they are probably quote-unquote princes or quote-unquote princesses, more like lords and ladies, because this was, what, Germany? Grimm was in Germany, so they probably had a lot of dukes and duchesses that were labeled as princes and princesses.
1: Oh, so like the town, like one of the towns has a prince or something like that?
0: Well, it wouldn't be like a town, it would be like a county or like landowners, basically, you know?
1: okay. Yeah, and then they have, they're just like lording over people and they end up being the prince or something.
0: Right, right. It might be like a translation thing where, you know, German to English.
2: It might not be like royalty, royalty, but yeah, just like I, I, nobles. Yeah.
0: I'm not really aware of the peerdom in German times during the Grimms, but if we're talking like in terms of Britain, it would be like Marquises and like dukes and Viscounts and whatever, you know, earls. Where they have like different ranks and they own such and such amount of land, and you know they typically would go out and do hunting trips, and that's why they're randomly stumbling upon princesses in towers, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it must be like a German culture thing where they had princes or something. A lot of them. Right.
2: Yeah, it's interesting that you pointed it out. Where I noticed that, yeah, in the Grimm stories there are princes. And then for Disney, there's
0: princesses.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So let's look at the next difference here. So in the next difference, we see that in the original story, Rapunzel does not leave the tower until she devises a plan with her love, the prince. And in the Disney change, Rapunzel herself devises a plot to use Flynn Rider to bring her to the floating lights on her birthday. So she really wants to leave the tower to go see those floating lights. So what do you think about this difference, Risa?
0: So it's interesting how they actually change Rapunzel's character and you can really tell how she was brought up by Mother Gothel here because she's using somebody that she's never met to have her own gain. It's very American and it probably wouldn't have been this way if it were written somewhere else. It's a very American quality to be opportunist and capitalize on others' misfortune. She has basically blackmail over Flynn Rider in order to get what she wants. In the original story, it's more of she is trying to escape, but she also loves this guy, so she wants to be able to run away with him.
1: All right, so what do you think about this difference, Nelson?
0: It was pretty
2: cool to see how it all played out in the Disney movie, how (laughs) Rapunzel essentially beat down this intruder and blackmails him to get what she wants versus the original story it's more toned down like quite a bit where the prince he gets up to meet Rapunzel and through their encounters they just fall in love I feel like it begs the question of how often they met in the original story because it wasn't really implied anything in the summary given here but I hope it's not one of those (laughs) meeting just the one time and then falling in love after that I hope it's not, you know, giving that unreasonable expectations there. But I'm glad that Disney didn't go down that route. It was more of they fell in love later through their journey to see the
1: lanterns on her birthday. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, speaking of the love interest here, let's look at the next difference. In the original story, Rapunzel falls in love with a prince after he visits her every night in the tower And then they have that plan where he's going to give her a piece of silk that she's going to weave into a ladder to escape herself. And then the difference with Disney is that Rapunzel slowly is falling in love with Eugene and it's through their journey that she realizes that she's had fallen in love with him. And it it culminates at the end where he saves her and then she's really in love with him there. So Rissa, what do you think about this difference here?
0: In both instances, it's a slow build to falling in love, whereas in previous stories, it's love at first sight. I feel like there's more passage of time with the Grimm story, just because you can tell that he impregnates her, <laughs> but obviously Disney didn't want to touch on that, and It is interesting where Rapunzel falls in love with this thief, and he does end up having to redeem himself because she thinks that he's lying to her because of Mother Gothel. That's where she really shows her villainy there, even though I don't know if it's true villainy or if it's a mother's hopeless love, but also her want for Rapunzel's power. She's kind of a multi-layered villain here, but Yeah, in terms of the love, it's a slow build for both of them. But in the Disney change, it is kind of accelerated because it's probably like, what, one or two days or so. So, yeah, it's still kind of quick.
1: Nelson, what did you feel about the differences here? So this is more reassuring
2: after that was revealed that it was a slow build for the original story. The prince kept visiting her every night. And so I appreciate that. So kudos to the original story. (laughs) And for the Disney change, yeah, it was like I was saying earlier. It was through their journey together, all the things that happened and how they persevered together. Even Eugene finds out her hair's magic as she heals his cut on his hand. So I felt appropriate for the Disney change here. It's very Disney, for one. It also turns out to be a love story. I appreciate that it was more of a gradual build, but definitely... A lot faster than the original story
1: yeah definitely so it's like it takes time to build that love and and whatnot all right so let's take a look at the next difference here which is the action part that nelson really (laughs) loves about the stories of course all right so in the original rapunzel kind of gives away the fact that she's been seeing this prince in the first edition she says that Her dress is getting tighter around the waist, meaning she's pregnant. But in later editions, she gives it away that, how come somebody else is easier to carry than you to the sorceress? So it's like, dead giveaway. When the prince gets caught, he jumps out of the window because he was heartbroken because the sorceress told him that he will never see Rapunzel again. Rapunzel ends up settling in the woods with the twins that she had, and in the Disney change, we see that Flynn got discovered by Mother Gothel. She saw that crown, and then she eventually saw them. Like she was tracking them down and everything. She ended up getting Flynn to be captured, and then using him to get Rapunzel back to the tower. And he doesn't actually jump out of the tower like in the original, but instead he got stabbed by Mother Gothel, and then he ends up cutting Rapunzel's hair in order to keep Mother Gothel from staying alive, basically. So, Rissa, what do you think about this change?
0: The Grimm version is clearly darker, where he jumps out a window. (laughs) It's very on par with Grimm's stories. I don't know what the moral of the story is here, because Rapunzel was nowhere near chased. She ended up having twins with the prince, and it was illegitimate, and he basically throws himself from a tower. He doesn't know that he'll survive that fall. Whereas Flynn, he shows his redemption arc here. He goes from his dream being having lots of money on an island alone to his dream being Rapunzel. So he basically gives up everything that he thought that he wanted for what he really wanted, which was Rapunzel. He gave up his life, and he didn't know that he was going to survive that even because Rapunzel... She had her healing powers, but he cut her hair, so there was no way for him to really survive that. So it was a Disney's change is dark too, but it allows him to have that redemption arc and have that magical moment, sort of like with Beauty and the Beast, where Rapunzel really realizes how much she loves Flynn or Eugene, and like Belle with her confession, she realized how much she loved Beast when he gave up his life for her.
1: All right, what did you think about this change, Nelson?
2: Well, for the Disney changes, I don't really have anything else to add. Rissa kind of said everything I wanted to, so... But for the original story, I just thought it was super dark that he decided to try and yeet himself. I was <laughs> just like, oh my gosh. I mean, it's not really specified how tall this tower was. It was obviously really tall, so... Man, just to kill yourself over that. I mean... <laughs> It's definitely dark. Personally, for me, I would have tried to climb down and search for her <laughs> first. But hey, I guess that wasn't what the Grimms wanted to try and tell the story there. But yeah, it's definitely just dark.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, so let's look at the resolution of the two stories here and their differences. So in the original story, The prince wanders around blindly because he was blinded by the thorn bush that broke his fall from the tower. He survived it, but he went blind. He eventually found Rapunzel because he heard her singing in the wilderness where she was living. And then they meet each other again and she starts crying and her tears restore his vision. And then after that, the prince brings Rapunzel and the children back to his kingdom where they can live happily ever after. And then in the Disney change we see that Rapunzel's tears end up healing Eugene. And then she ends up going back to the palace and taking her place as the princess in the kingdom with the mother and the father. Then they actually show the Eugene proposal during the animated series. So Rissa was saying there's some good story there. Eventually the two get married and then they live happily ever after as well. So Rissa, what do you think about this change here?
0: So let me touch on the original first. (sighs) Like, how does this guy end up getting blinded by thorns and not dying by the thorns? Is he, like, falling face-eyes first into some brush? Like, what the heck? How was he unscathed other than his eyeballs? And then, where did Rapunzel have magical tears? It came out of nowhere. It's weird that the sorceress never taught her any magic, and then somehow her magic comes from her tears and restores his vision. Is the moral here that love conquers all? I'm not sure. And then the other unrealistic part is this prince brings Rapunzel, who is not royalty, and her illegitimate children back to the kingdom and they somehow live happily ever after. There's a lot of issues here with their happily ever after, especially in the time period that the Grimm were writing this. So it's kind of a stretch. Whereas in the Disney version, it's kind of established that Rapunzel already has magic, so it makes sense that her tears still contain that little bit of magic, like she's pouring into all she has into those tears, and it's not really her intent, because she doesn't sing the song, or does she? I don't remember. She does not. Yeah, so it's just her heart is pouring into these tears, and... She magically heals him, but it still works because it's already been established as a plot point. And then the lost princess coming back. My problem with this Disney part is she clearly looked like the lost princess before when she first went to the Corona City. And then she comes back and she has darker hair and she looks like her mother, but she doesn't match the baby anymore in the murals. So I'm like, why didn't anybody recognize her before she came back after her hair was cut? So I don't know. But yeah, I really like the animated series. And there's a short, I don't remember which movie it was put before, but it focuses on Pascal and Maximus during their wedding, which is a cute short.
1: Yeah, Tangled Ever After. Yeah. All right, Nelson, what do you think about the differences here?
2: Well, I appreciate knowing that with The tear in the Disney movie that it was essentially taken from the original story. So I kind of like that connection that Disney made. They used that same event to help restore the love. So I thought that was pretty clever. But yeah, there was those very big differences, though, that led up to it. And my first thought also with the original story was that magic came out of nowhere. (laughs) Like all of a sudden she has these magic tears. In the entire story, sure, there was nothing mentioned beforehand. Like, her hair wasn't magical. It was just a means for people to scale the tower. And so, I guess that magical Rapunzel vegetable (laughs) had some retaining powers, I guess. I don't know. It it just wasn't very clear. So, yeah, I kind of agree with Rissa that that magic came out of nowhere. It, It seemed very very out there (laughs) and my other problem with the original story is i don't understand how anyone could survive wandering the forest blind i don't know how long it's been but obviously it's been long enough for rapunzel to give birth to her two children so uh (laughs) i don't know how that's possible because it wasn't stated or anywhere or i don't understand it. There to be any helper of the prince he was just literally wandering around on his own blind i don't see how that's possible versus the disney change where he gets stabbed and healed by the tear from rapunzel so that does make more sense because like rissa was saying the magic was been established ever since the start of the movie and then coming back to the kingdom yeah i also feel that was a bit of a stretch where I don't understand why people didn't recognize her because yeah, there was a literally a mural of the baby princess right in front of her and she's I don't understand why she's like, huh, oh, that kinda looks like me. <laughs> I guess it was just to to keep the store going. Or maybe people just were focusing on the festival itself. So I do like the little short that Disney made for I agree, I don't I can't remember which movie they put it in front of. But the Tangled Ever After was pretty cute. And it showed mainly just, yeah, Pascal and Maximus. I think those two are underrated characters also. They're both pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I have to agree there. Sometimes I wonder, what made Grimm so popular? (laughs) It seems like their writing is... It it has a lot of holes. Or, you know, like there's things that... How do you explain that? Do they explain it somewhere? Or is it deeper? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
2: it could have been just the times
1: (laughs) yeah were they like the only people writing these down Uh, probably yeah it's probably because they're the only authors actually writing stuff like this because it seemed like authors in in those days were more i don't know into religion or philosophy or things like that rather than stories like this but yeah i don't know but yeah there are those plot holes. I mean, even in the Disney one, where it's like, why didn't you recognize her when she first went to the kingdom? All the kingdom people that saw her, you know? All right. Cool. So, Rissa, what are your overall thoughts of the original source material versus the Disney vacation?
0: I mean, a lot of people are really familiar with Rapunzel, and maybe not this dark version of Rapunzel, but it's a pretty common story that children are told these days with a prince and rapunzel with her long hair rapunzel rapunzel let down your hair because i know that children play that game too so it's a common children's story that has been softened over the years clearly but yeah this original grim story is really dark and i don't see parents telling their kids this anymore but disney's version is a lot better and a, a lot fresher it's a new take and it's clearly a new version of Disney where since this was released way later during what year was this?
2: 2010
0: 2010 so it's already in the 10s so it's a later version of how Disney is approaching the princess story we already saw it with like Pocahontas and Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid where they want strong female characters where they can stand on their own two feet and they don't need somebody to save them it's they're doing the saving Especially with Pocahontas, where she ends up saving John Smith. In Beauty and the Beast, she ends up saving the Beast with her confession. Tangled is the same way, where Rapunzel ends up saving Flynn. But in this one, it's more of, it's a give and take where they're saving each other. And they both end up being each other's dream. So it's more of an equal partnership. And they don't get married right away. There's this whole big arc in between, which is Disney's attempt at showing love takes time and that relationship takes time yeah there's a happily ever after but there's things in between so that's why i really appreciate the tangled series
1: yeah especially where they go back and then they explore what happens after tangled and all this right all right nelson what's your take on the original story versus the disney take
2: Well, I'm glad that we actually went over this because I wasn't actually very familiar with the original story that the Disney one was based off of. So it was cool to go back and go over what the original was about. And it's cool that Rapunzel is actually a vegetable. I didn't know that. (laughs) I thought it was just a German name. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, I mean, it was just another example of how dark these original stories were and then disney takes it and makes it and does their own spin on it i actually really do enjoy the disney movie Tangled. it's one of my i want to say favorites but it is definitely up there in one of my favorite movies disney movies rapunzel's a very interesting character i feel and of course it did definitely helped her case for me because she was voiced by mandy moore And low-key, I had a crush on her when I was young. (laughs) So that was probably a part of it. But yeah, I really like this movie. And I'm part of the small camp that actually thinks that Tangled's better than Frozen. So I'll just say that publicly now on this podcast. So yes, I believe Tangled is better than Frozen.
0: (laughs) Tangled as a franchise or? Even just the movie to movie. Like Frozen 1 versus Tangled. Correct. Okay, yeah, I agree with that.
2: So yeah, that's my take, and
1: hope you guys found a good appreciation between the two. All right, so going back to that Tangled Ever After, it looks like it premiered in the theaters January 13, 2012, before the 3D theatrical re-release of Beauty and the Beast, and then it premiered on the Disney Channel after the premiere of The Princess and the Frog, which was on March 23, 2012. And then in the fall of 2012, it was added as a bonus feature to the Diamond Edition of Cinderella. And then it was also released three years later on the Walt Disney Animation Studios Short Films Collection Blu-ray, which was August 18, 2015, and it was also available as a standalone download on iTunes. I mean, you can find it on Disney Plus now, so...
0: No, it's on Netflix.
1: Oh, yeah, Netflix. That's right. Yeah,
2: I couldn't find it on Disney+. Plus. I wish it was because I, I thought it's a cute video.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just watched it yesterday because <laughs> it's with Frozen Fever on Netflix. Yeah,
2: because Frozen Fever is also not on Disney+, Plus, which I'm also sad about.
0: Yeah, still on Netflix right now.
1: So those were those 2015 short films, right? Is that what... Yes. Okay. That collection, still on Netflix. So I guess there's a schedule for when they're going to move it over.
0: Yeah, probably
1: so my thoughts on the original versus the disney version i thought disney did a good job in creating their own version of the story it's like loosely based i'd say where it's like they have the girl with the long hair they added magic and they made her a princess already and then they made her have this message of having a dream and that was they actually had a message Versus the grim, where it's like, what is the point? <laughs> you
0: know, yeah, what's other the than moral of this story?
1: Yeah, well, what's the moral other than being entertaining to the audience, right?
0: I guess gluttony?
1: <laughs> okay, one of the seven deadly sins, right? Don't, ha- don't be gluttonous.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So yeah, but yeah, I like how Disney made it so like, the girl has a dream. But so does Flynn, he's got a dream. And then they merge it, and their dream is to be with each other and have a nice life together. So, yeah, that was my take on that. So, yeah, Arisa, anything you want to tell our listeners to close here?
0: Yeah, just thank you for tuning in with us on this series, A Disney Vacation of Existing Stories. We're wrapping up the fairy tales. I think we only have one more. I think it's Frozen. So, hope you guys tune in for that and also tune in for our our other series we're kind of trading off here every other week but thank you for listening and i hope you guys enjoyed our take on tangled versus rapunzel oh and stay safe
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right and nelson anything to close to our listeners here
0: yeah
2: thanks guys for joining us this week hope you guys found the comparison of The original Grimm story versus the Disney version. Interesting. I definitely did. It was definitely one of the movies I was looking forward to comparing. So hope you guys enjoyed
1: and hope to talk to you next time. All right. I'd like to thank you also listeners for tuning into this week's episode. Stay tuned for more episodes like this and for our other series as well. And on behalf of the other two, I'd like to say keep your watches synced to Disney time. See ya.
0: Bye.
2: Later.